This is the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. And we're back. This is Jesse here. How are you doing, Georgette? Good. How are you? Great. Feels like it's been a while since we've uh, had an episode. So it's good to be yeah. back. Well, hopefully, we um, great guests coming on. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know that we're. Uh, he, he should be on in a minute or two. He just sent me a an email. So, um, before we have our guest on today, maybe we can do a quick uh, review of uh, some things that have been going on. I know on the uh, the on the blog, thefitnessbootcampclub.com. I know there's been a lot of you, you've been posting quite a few really good um, ideas for. Uh, uh, sprint conditioning, right? That's something that... I did that last week, yep. I have some more coming up. Well, these are not sprint conditioning, but I have more workouts coming up that were from um, a friend of mine, Jason Klein, who was a former Marine and Navy instructor. And he has... Uh, uh, the Marine actually has a Marine workout. That's what he calls it, being that he trained them. Um, but... I'm going to be posting some. One of them is actually exclusive little, he calls them turbines, but um, I'm going to be posting them. We have uh, Funk Roberts, which is Mark Roberts. <laughs> um, we'll have to ask him how he got his nickname. But um, we have, I might be posting something today if I get the chance, one of um, another uh, boot camp style, 300 style workout. But because uh, Funk and I, Mark Roberts and I, have actually put together that, he he put together the trainer bundle. We'll probably talk about that. But I um, also put in a a boot camp bundle with it, so we have an even bigger trainer bundle. (laughs) Which is yeah, which is like selling like crazy actually, because the price is ridiculous. Getting like eleven products, so we're like you know under twenty bucks. Wow. Yeah, I know. So when I did the promo for that, that was or the emails and the it was crazy. <laughs> but um. Okay. Well, I I think we've got, got uh, things coming down the pike. Also working on there? our new inner circle, which yeah. we had all our. Oh, is that Mark? The funk, oh. sir. Can you guys hear me? Okay. We can hear you just fine. The Funkster. (laughs) (laughs) We have to know how you got the nickname. (laughs) You want to know how I got the nickname Funk? (laughs) Yeah, tell us. um, Yeah, sure. Actually, uh, it's funny. I used to, uh, my friend of mine owned a, he owned a bar, and he used to have what was called Open Mic Night. And Uh so... I used to play drums, so during the open mic night, you know, people would come in, they'd get their guitars or what have you, and I would bring, uh, some guys would bring a djembe or, you know, just uh-huh. a small snare. Uh-huh. And uh, after 1 after one p- after 1 a.m. when it closed, we would have sort of the the blue version of uh, open mic night, and that's when the funkster would get on the, the microphone and on the drums, and I would just start, you know, just doing crazy stuff and singing funny stuff and, you know, getting the crowd involved. And they just started calling me funk. 
<laughs> that's where that's where it came from. Well, it took off because that's the name of your business, right? Funk, yeah. Funk Fitness. <laughs> yeah, Funk Roberts. Yeah, I just used it as uh, yeah, I used it as my brand, and just uh, it, it definitely took off. No, <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. I never knew how you got the name. In fact, I never knew your well, name was Mark for a couple of years. Yeah, Mark Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, welcome, uh, Funk. It's good to have you on on our podcast, man. It's yeah. it, wonderful to to get a chance to meet you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to uh, yeah to talk and share some stories and hopefully some insight for the listeners. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So for everybody listening, uh, you know, Funk or Mark uh, Funk Roberts was a, Funk, a former yeah. professional beach volleyball player, athlete turned. MMA conditioning coach and certified personal trainer and metabolic trainer and kettlebell kettlebell training specialist and fat loss guru, right? And those are some of the things that you're and now you're involved in all kinds of great online business in the fitness industry too, right? Yeah, correct. Yes, definitely. That's my main my main uh focus is online fitness and and uh helping fighters and athletes with their strength and conditioning. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, it, I, I know a lot of people. I'm always one that loves to hear everybody's, you know, backstory and what makes them tick. So I'd love it if you could, you know, tell us a little bit more about what you do and and how you got there specifically, like how you get started and what your, you know, how you got to where you are today and what it means for you to be a part of the fitness industry now. Yeah, for sure. So for me, um, as you mentioned before, I started off as a, uh, a volleyball player. So um, I'm here. I'm here from Toronto, Canada, and I grew up as an athlete playing all kinds of sports, different sports: football, basketball, baseball. My parents had me in everything. But when I got to high school, volleyball really stuck with me, and um, so I started to to take that a lot more seriously, playing in clubs, and uh, you know, rising to a high level, playing on our junior national team here. And um, and and with that came uh, beach volleyball. So uh, you know, one day I was watching volleyball on TV or beach volleyball on TV, and I'm like, you know what? That's what I want to do. It's like 17 years old, and I saw Karch Karat, like you know, two two legendary beach volleyball players playing on the sands of California, two against two, and I was like, that is exactly what I want to do, man. I want to be able to travel the world, go to the beaches, and play beach volleyball and make a living out of it. And uh, and so here in Toronto, we did have a beach volleyball tour. Um, and so although I, I still played indoor volleyball, beach volleyball is what I, what, where my path took me. And I played professionally, traveled all over the world, played here in Canada, played in the U.S., on the AVP for over 15 years. Um, it was a great experience. And throughout that time, I was always uh, – always into fitness, like always reading the Flex magazines, muscle and fitness. And, in fact, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a bodybuilder. So one of the things I said to myself was, as soon as I'm done beach volleyball, I'm going to become a bodybuilder. So I was really focused on on being that big, huge guy. And I was always a bigger guy on the tour, so everyone knew me as, oh, you know, it's Mark. Mark was what people knew me back then. Oh, Mark Roberts, he's a big, you know, jacked Volleyball yep. player. Volleyball players are not usually jacked. They're you know tall and skinny. I'm five ten and and was had a lot of muscle, but um, so I was always into fitness and and always into trying to find ways that I I can better myself, especially being short, um, having to play beach volleyball against guys who are six five, six six, six seven all over the world. A lot of plyometrics, a lot of different style of training that I was doing, but I was still doing a lot of the bodybuilding style training. 
So, uh, and throughout my, my volleyball career, too, I used to do a little bit of personal training. I would train some of the fighters, uh, sorry, some of the, uh, the the players on the tour. You know, we'd go practice, and then I'd do some conditioning with them. So it wasn't really anything um, uh, concrete, but it was just something that I did uh, just for the love and, and just for my passion of, of fitness. And uh, so after I finished playing beach volleyball, um, you know, I retired when I was 30, I'm 46 now, so I retired when I was 30 and started, you know, the nine to five job, sitting at the, sitting at the office, um, hmm. getting bigger and fatter and out of shape and just, you know, changing that transition from being able to travel all over the place and always training to literally nine to five every day, you know, commuting to work from work. I had kids too, so it was a big transition for me, and uh, it took a toll on just me mentally and physically because I wasn't doing what I really wanted to do. Um, that being said, I started back into the gym, started got my certified personal training trainer, so I did some personal training on the side, and um, and then boot camps really started to become popular. Slowly started to become popular. Um, yeah. Early thousands, they started to become popular, and and I started to change my training from more bodybuilding style training. So, you know, um, isolation exercises, back try, back in, you know, chest, bides and tries, and yeah. more into more metabolic style training, hit training, body weight, kettlebells, and um, and started running boot camps on, on the weekends and sometimes during the week. And I found that a lot, that very satisfying because when I was doing one-on-one training, I was only able to train one person at a time. And, and for me, I just, you know, I, I want to help as many people as I possibly can. You know, I love helping people. I love seeing people succeed. Um, so I started, again, just doing the uh, running boot camps where more people would come, you know, 25, 30 people would come out, and, and I'd put them through, you know, just regular boot camp workouts, running, circuits, you know, using kettlebells and dumbbells and all kinds of stuff, Log, lugging all of my training stuff in the cars. Um, you remember those days were crazy. Uh, anyway, so um, from there, um, yeah, I just I love I love the boot camp style because again you're able to 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 train a lot of people with group training, which is something that I loved. And um, and at the same time, I started uh, the online stuff really started to take off. YouTube really started to take off. And one of my goals was to be able to give people around the world workouts that they can actually do, whether they're at home or they can take to the gym. And YouTube was an amazing vehicle for me to do that because I was able to, I'm not very camera shy, so, um, you know, I would throw, throw up the camera in my basement, in my dark basement or in my garage or out in the field, shoot a workout, upload it to, to YouTube. And, you know, I had a blog, so I just blog, throw, throw, uh, throw it on my blog. But then, you know, also some of the workouts became viral on YouTube. And it just gave people a, a way of, uh, whether they're, regular people or whether they were trainers looking for workouts for their own clients or their groups. Um, it was a great way for me to be able to get that information out to people and using YouTube back then, which is YouTube. There was no Facebook or at least I don't think there was Facebook back then, but anyway, there was YouTube. Um, yeah, it was a great way for me to get, get all that information out there. And then I realized that, Hey, you know what? I think it's, I think I want to do this online you know saw guys like craig ballantyne and vince del monte uh doing a lot of online fitness and the ability for me to reach the world using being online was um 
was more ap- appealing to me, um, appealing to me than than just doing the boot camps and and the one on one. So that's where I kind of started my Funk Roberts Fitness and and started posting a lot of videos and information and and creating products for people. If that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Gosh, what a journey, huh? Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a it's been a crazy journey. It's been uh, you know trying to figure out you know how to do things um, and what I really wanted to do. You know, I I have a passion for fitness and I have a passion for helping people, and so and seeing people succeed, and so you know trying to find out what is what's the best way for me to reach as many people as I can while doing something that I love. Thank, thank you know thank God for the social media that that makes it a lot easier to reach people from all over the world, and then really trying trying to find out the best ways to to help people because again you're throwing up workouts all the time but you know that you're people are coming back with questions and you know how do I do this or how would I use this workout in a week um you know throughout the week or you know what type of nutrition so that's where I started to think you know what maybe I start I need to start putting together programs that will help people that you know I can steer them hey check out this program it's a full program that'll that is customizable for you that'll help you to you know, burn fat and build muscle, which is one of my main focuses for the regular fitness people, um, because that's something that I I had to struggle with when I stopped playing volleyball. Um, you know, my struggle was I, I ballooned up to 210 pounds. I was puffy, as I called, or as uh, Elliot Hulse calls male PMS, puffy muscle syndrome. So I was really big, but <laughs> I wasn't really cut. <laughs> I oh, wasn't God. really cut. And, and you know, one of the things I always wanted in life was to be like a fitness model. Like I did say I wanted bodybuilding, but then I realized that bodybuilding is just another level that I wasn't ready to commit to. <laughs> but, um, uh, but 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 being a fitness model, you know, always being ripped and and that nice, you know, shredded physique, I I love it. And so, um, being 210 pounds and not being able to reach that, I have to find ways of doing that. And that's when I switched to more metabolic training, ways for me to build, burn fat while building that lean muscle and being more athletic. And um, so, so I was able to do that. Changed up my training, got down to one, 180 pounds, lean, ripped, or as ripped as I wanted to be. And then I just took that that journey and, and everything that I did and kind of packaged it into um, something for other people who want to to reach those same same goals. Um, so, you know, using my experience was 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 easy for me to create something to help people who wanted to reach the same sort of goals. So, Funk, when you were uh, taking, after your athletic career, when you had a short stint at an office job, uh, wh- what did you do and, and what, what was that like? That must have been just terrible to following your dreams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it, it was, it was, it was actually a longer stint than than um, I mentioned. It was uh, so I, I worked in sales uh, with Dell Computers. So you know I was in inside sales and then business sales, and I managed for a bit, which I love. You know what? I, I love helping people. So so and anything I do, I really put a lot of passion to it. So you know, even though yeah, the grind of the daily nine to five um, was there, even though I was working nine to five, I still started blogging and uploading videos and doing that, which was something that I love. So, you know, I'd go to work, grind it out, um, sitting behind in an office, and then come home and, you know, be able to shoot videos and do something that I love. So it kind of gave me that 
you know, as I'm at work, I'm still thinking, oh, I can't wait to get home because, you know, I'm going to, you know, I've got a cool workout that I want to put up and <laughs> I've got a great blog post that I want to uh, create. So that I did that, and then I worked with Workopolis, uh, which is like a monster.com online job board here in Canada. It's the biggest one here. So, again, I did a, a few things there, management and, and running a running a division. Um, and, again, it was all amazing. Like, I, I did enjoy doing it um, as I was doing it, but, but that was probably only because I also, as I was working the, the 9 to 5 in the office, I was still, you know, doing my blogging and and, and you know, uh, shooting videos and doing something that I loved. So I kind of still had that passion and that hobby, you know, in quotes, um, that was, that you know, was going to turn into my, my business because it was about four years ago that, you know, I was comfortable six-figure job, doing well, you know, hitting presidents clubs, you know, very great, great career for somebody, for anybody, but uh, you know, walked into the office and said, "Look, guys, uh, I'm done here. Uh, you know, this I love it. You guys have been supportive, and everyone at my work, they were on my blogs. They were in my, they were subscribers, so they knew, they all knew what my passion was. They could see it. But uh, you know, walk, walking in the office and saying, okay, you know what, I'm done here. You guys have been great with me, but uh, you know, it's time for me to move on to my next journey. Um, and that was me saying, I want to do this full time, which is online fitness, uh, helping strength, strength conditioning for fighters." And um, and fitness, you know, helping people burn fat, build muscle, get stronger through fitness. Um, and now looking back, you know, I do say I can't believe I sat behind the office all those years um, when I could have been, been doing this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's interesting. Or, I think I knew you then, actually. That's when I first met you, if I'm not yeah. mm-hmm. That's wild. That's I didn't know what you were actually really doing <laughs> on yeah. the side, but um, or should we say full time? But I that's yeah. when I first came across you and started communicating with you. That's right, those years ago. Yeah, with the Spartan Spartan Fitness um, and Walk. workouts you were giving giving me. I was putting them out even way back when. Yes, thank you, yeah. and thank you for that. Believe me, thank you for that. That was amazing. <laughs> I don't know how in the heck that, but that's when I stick, I stumble across a lot of people that were just new coming out, and um, I reach out to them, and I remember reaching out to you, and I remember you being, like, very enthusiastic. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like, yeah, you I have all these workouts, but you're you're not shy in front of the camera, and I noticed that because I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. yeah. So, Funk, what would you say have been your biggest struggles in your career, and maybe some of your big, biggest successes too? Uh, you know, what were the hardest times, and what were some of the best times so far? Well, the hardest times was definitely uh, launching my business. You know, just even though you, you know, I had a plan of what I wanted to do, and and. Um, you know, a lot of the things I, I I I modeled my business around were, you know, people online and what they were doing and really focusing on, you know, I joined everyone's email list and seeing how they emailed people and how they launched. And, and that was a bit of a struggle at first just because, you know, it, it's a big step when you're leaving, you know, a comfortable, very comfortable six-figure job to go to something where, you know, okay, this is it, man. Like, I still got a, a married, you know, I had a young 
teenage boy who's still in uh, uh, high school. I take care of, you know, this is no joke now. This is like, <laughs> so this is it. So um, th- th- there were some struggles there uh, for sure. Just find, making sure that, uh, you know, I'm doing the right thing. And, and you know what, every day is still a struggle because you're always trying to figure out, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing the right things, things, things work, you fail at one, you, you know, you got to continue moving forward with something else. Um, another struggle was my first product launch, you know, just, just actually uh, launching that product. I took about a year and a half because I was scared. I was, I was afraid to launch it. You know, I was, I, I would spend, I would, I would spend so much time on the actual product design and, and putting together the product and, and, you know, tweaking it and retweaking it. And then, oh, no, 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 this isn't good. I got to tweak it again. When I should have just, you know, in hindsight, should have just, um, at that time, but and I know why now is because I was I was afraid to, and I was afraid to fail. I was afraid, didn't know what was going to happen, and you know. But uh, and that was just a struggle more more mentally than it was you know through through business practices. But I, I got over it. I you know I, I asked for help, got help from the great Pat Rigsby who helped me through the launch and used his product, and um, and finally launched it. It was a great launch, you know, and it was a learning experience and. And as soon as I launched that first product, it was like, all right, next month, another product. All right, next two months, another product. So that was great. I just <laughs> the products started coming. Launches started happening. Some are great. Some don't work the best. Some work amazing, you know, but, but you just keep going because, you know, it's something that I, I loved. And then, um, yeah, I mean, those, those – and I just always struggling to find what the, you know, putting together a system – that works around my lifestyle, you know, like my life is, I want to travel. I want to do seminars and, and help fighters all over the world and, and figure out a system that will, will help me do that and build around my life as opposed to the the business being the center focus. Right. So just finding, finding different ways to, to, to put together a system. So my successes, though, throughout the way again was is launching launching some of the products that I launched that that went really well last year. I did a big combat bundle um, where you know myself and uh, another fitness guy Todd Kuslikis put together um, in this A70 product uh, bundle of for for combat fighters and people who want to look like fighters. And that was a big task, um, yeah. you know, getting people to, to getting people behind it and getting people to promote and putting it all together. And um, the launch was great. I mean, it was it was a success. Everyone, uh, you know, promoted had good good success. And and just you know, it, it was a great feeling to be able to to put something that big within the fitness industry uh, that just helped you know helped other professional fitness professionals, helped regular people, um, you know, helped trainers. Who wanted uh, great resources? That was awesome. Um, I was a best-selling author with uh, Rapid Body Makeover. It was a book that I co-authored with a bunch of other fitness fitness greats. So that was a great uh, feat for me as well. Um, I, just you know, I don't know. <laughs> helping you know, helping people help out every day. You know, this this sounds really I don't know. It sounds really corny, but. And this is when it comes to me. I'm, I'm, I get. I tell you how I, I wear my um, emotions on my sleeve, and I just, I don't hold back. I just let people know, what you know, how I feel. So one of the things that I love um, is uh, when people, when I get testimonials, 
every day when I get someone that says, oh, Funk, I love this workout, or, oh, thank you so much for, you know, helping me with this, or I use this 300 workout and blah, 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 or, or you know, I use your workout to help me train for a fight. Like, that to me is gasoline in the tank. It's oil in, in my car. It helps, it just, it really helps, gives me all of that, um, it helps with that my passion. You know, this is why I do what I do. Those little, you know, two two sentence testimonials, one sentence testimonials, big paragraph testimonials, video testimonials. That's what fuels what I love. You know, and and those those are the successes. If I get one of those, that's a success for me, and that helps me to continue doing what I do. I forgot that's about great. that. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the combat bundle. I was in that with with the your yes, fund. you were. Absolutely, you are. How could I forget <laughs> about the combat bundle? <laughs> <laughs> well, Funk, oh, um, now, a lot of our listeners are, are newer to the business, and everything that you've talked about already is really inspiring, and it's it's really pretty amazing that you did so much in such a short period of time. Uh, and a lot of our listeners haven't yet gotten into the online world in terms of promoting their own products. And a lot of them are just in the very beginning stages of getting out of maybe being a one-on-one personal trainer and starting their own business or getting into group training and boot camps for the first time. So I'm really curious. I'd love to hear about back when you started those, before you were on, before you were doing a lot of online or maybe you weren't making money at it yet and you were just trying to get a, a boot camp going, uh, how was that for you? Is that something that was a, a an important part of your your process, important par- a step in your a stepping stone in your career, and and you know where you felt like you were successful at that or had some failures? And uh, we lo- I love to you know kind of hear a little bit more about those early stages because I think a lot of our listeners can relate to it. If you know what I mean, they, they uh, they're all in that early stage struggle. A lot of people are. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Like when I first started, I was making no money and I was putting out a lot of content. Um, one of the things that uh, I remember, you know, really finding ways to market myself. Um, and again, back then there wasn't the social media um, opportunities that we have now to make it a lot easier to market yourself and target who you really want to um, focus on. But, you know, trying to find ways to market myself, you know, going around. The, I used to, I live in a place called, I used to live in a place called the beach, which was an area, it's an area in Toronto to the beach area and um you know so finding ways to advertise you know throwing up flyers on the uh on, on the on the poles and and doing all that that door to door knocking on uh, on businesses and letting them know that I've got a you know a boot camp I'm running every Saturday you know and and, and even using you know my blogging was a key for me and I think it's a big thing for if I if for beginners beginner uh people who are getting in the fitness world, I think blogging is, is probably the number one thing you should start doing. It's just getting that content, getting your brand, getting yourself out there by, you know, writing about, you know, whatever you have passion about um, and, and getting that blog out into the community. Um, what I also what I also did was I tried to collaborate with different businesses within the, within the area or different you know, trying to find ways to to reach people through collaborating with different businesses, whether it was stores or um, there used to be like this um, this uh, sports social club in this area where I lived, and what that was was people would come and they played like hundreds of people would play volleyball, and then afterwards they'd go to a bar and they would drink, or you know they'd play basketball, or they'd have all these different sports, and it was more of a social 
and fitness, you know, social and exercise fitness type, type club. But what I did was I, I jumped on that and said, hey, look, I would love to run a boot camp once a week as part of your, as part of your fitness club. You know, well, I'll do 50-50 split or, or whatever the split would be. Um, but, you know, that way I was able to, to die, uh, dip into the, their membership um, I'm, I'm providing a service, which is, um, you know, the boot camp, and, and I'm using that service to help me build my own brand, right? Um, yeah, I was not making a quadrillion dollars, but what I was doing was branding myself, getting myself out there. Hey, there's Funk Roberts' boot camp, Funk Roberts' boot camp. Every Tuesday and Thursday, come out. As people come and as they get results and as, as you get, get them those results and, you know, bring new, new cool workouts that they've never seen before, they're going to uh, they're going to talk. They're going to spread the word. Uh, they're going to become loyal, and um, and so that that's sort of things that I, I tried to do during the during my early stages. So yeah, I wasn't making a ton of money when I had when I was collaborating, but it also helped me to grow my own boot camp that I did on the Saturdays when it was my own boot camp because more of those people would start to to come. So um, yeah, the struggles at the beginning were really you know have really stepping back and saying, all right, you got to do the legwork, you know, you got to get out there and, and, and put up the flyers and, you know, the, 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 the stuff that's not really sexy, you got to do that, especially back when I didn't have the Facebook and we didn't have, you know, YouTube wasn't as, as people weren't using and, and watching YouTube as much as they do today. Today, on the other hand, though, if I was, if I were to launch a boot camp today, and I still do. I still do a training once a week at a, at a local um, MMA gym. I would definitely still do the still do the the, the flyers. You still got to do the legwork. I think the legwork is appreciated by people who still walk on the streets and see the flyers. But using Facebook, using their ad targeting, using their demographic targeting, and hitting the people that you want. And the other the other key message is finding your niche. You know, finding who you want to train, what your expertise is, and try not to be everything to everybody. You know, do you only want to train boomers? Do you only want to train women? Do you only want to train guys who want to be get jacked or whatever it is? Do you only want to train some specific sports people? Do you only want to do body weight stuff? Do you only want to do kettlebell stuff? Really find that niche and don't be afraid to find it, hone it, become the expert in that niche, and then use that as your branding tool to help you to to grow your business. Because when you spread yourself out too thin, which is what I did at the very beginning, I wanted to be everything to everybody. I wanted to do stuff for beginners and, 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 and you know, people who wanted to compete. And I wanted to be every sport. I, want, like, I wanted to do everything for everybody. And I realized you can't do that. You spread yourself out too thin. You can't focus. And you will not be able to um, help everybody. And you'll start losing people. Right, so just just take that, get that niche, become the expert in that niche, you know, really get do research and and education and re- really be the best that you can at that niche and use that as your branding tool. You can still branch off doing other little things, but really be that that expert, you know, in whatever that is. And uh, believe me, you're going to see massive success. Massive. Yes, the the pool is a lot smaller, but those people will definitely be. Um, Loyal, loyal, for sure. Well, you 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 kind of touched on my next question in a way, which is uh, what common mistakes you see new trainers in the business make. So yeah, there's a lot of people trying to get into the to the fitness game all the time. What what mistakes do you see them making? I guess one of them is 
you know, trying to be everything to everybody. <laughs> but yeah. anything else you would comment on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, no passion. You got to have passion. You can't, uh, you know, you people. Some people try to get in the business to different businesses because they think it's going to make a quick buck. Oh, a fitness trainer, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money doing this. And, oh yeah, and they're just in there for the money. But it takes time. It takes time. And and when something takes time, the only way you're going to going to last through all that time, the the growth period is if you have passion for it. If you don't have passion for it, you're going to find that you're not going to like what you're doing. You're going to do things half-assed and people can see right through that. So you have to have passion. If you really want this as a business, you have to understand that it's going to take time to grow your business. I'm still growing my business. I've been doing this for seven, six, seven years online and I'm still trying to find ways to grow the business. And I, it's, and I still have a long way to go. Um, so you have to have passion. When you have passion, it doesn't feel like work. You're excited to to learn. You're excited to 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 you know find new ways. You're excited to help people. So that's that's definitely an, uh, one one thing. Also, a lot of they're not using the blogging is key. I think the blogging and, and giving content is key as well. Um, start a blog. You know, it doesn't have to go worldwide. It can be a local blog and give that the content, give a lot of content out, write articles, give workouts, exercises, whatever that you think that people, you get, you get a lot of questions. People ask you questions. You hear what people struggle with and you just take all of the information that people that you hear or people ask you and then you regurgitate that onto uh, onto a blog, you know, and, um, and, and you'll find that more than one person who has that problem. There's lots of people who have that same struggle or same problem or that barrier that you can reach by answering that question through a blog or through a video or what have you. I'm, I'm a big video guy, so I'll say through video. But um, that's, another, that's another mistake that I find trainers don't do. They kind of, you know, they'll, they'll go to their boot camp or their one-on-one, and that's really all there is. got to spread out and, and brand yourself. Um, use social media. Use social media um, like it's going out of style. Everyone's on Facebook. Um, uh, you know, use Facebook to the, the most you can. Learn how to advertise on Facebook. It's not that expensive. Learn the best ways to get uh, who you want to target in your area, um, your demographic. You know, Facebook makes it very easy for us to target people that we really want to look that we that that we want as as customers. And uh, so start using social media. And start learning. You know, like learn how to use it. Uh, there's tons of uh, uh, there's tons of things out there that you can uh, use, resources out there to help you with Facebook and, and YouTube and other things. And um, the other thing I talked about is, yeah, I'm not just trying to get that niche, you know, be the expert in, in the industry. Um, and don't be afraid to collaborate with other people. Don't be afraid to, as you're growing, to get help. You know, collaborate with a nutritionist. You know, have a nutrition portion in your business. Collaborate with another business, another sports business or something that somebody that has – uh, or dating a dating business around your area or online that you can that you can tap into their their members and, and give them you know blog for them or or write for them or you know don't be afraid to collaborate don't be afraid to ask for help and don't be afraid to find you know step outside your little comfort zone of where you where you are now to learn um, the ways to to help brand yourself. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's, That's great stuff. Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, systems, uh, 
I, I, I believe that, you know, systems can help somebody in their business quite a bit, either make them or break them. And just out of curiosity, what, what systems have you put in place in your, your fitness business that really turn things around for you and, and for, and were really successful systems that, that are working for you or, 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 uh, or programs or different things that you put into place, uh, to systemize your business. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I'm I continue to do today. But some of the things you know I put together are uh, being able to because I, I work online. Most of the things I do are online, reaching everyone in the world, um, creating free products that help people to um, to subscribe into my what I will call autoresponder emails. So you know I can set up in the back end. I can set up uh, autoresponder emails. So emails that go out to different people. Uh, depending on what free product that they came in with. So, for instance, I have a free ab workout program, so um, that I that I advertise online through YouTube and Facebook and everywhere else. And so, when someone gets that free product, they'll come in, and then I'll also have autoresponder emails or emails already set up in the back end that will give them more info, um, that will uh, get develop a relationship with them to find out who I am and, and, you know, what their struggles may be. And then in the back end, I have a lot of products, so I can sell products to them on the back end, uh, depending on which way they came in. I've got one for body weight. I've got one for my MMA athletes. I've got one for my metabolic Spartan workouts. So that alone has helped develop a, a reoccurring, you know, revenue generator in the back end um, in regards to that system. Other things are, uh, you know, health. You know, I've I've had people, someone who manages my my uh, my graphic design work, manages my website, manages my my Facebook page, so that um, you know I can focus on you know business building things as opposed to the day to day grind. That you know you got to go in and post on Facebook. You got to go in and, and I don't mind posting on Facebook sometimes. I don't mind. I don't mind that. I don't mind posting on Instagram and that sort of thing. I love I love that kind of stuff. But it also does take me away from other other things. And um, one of the systems that I'm working on right now is um, is my membership website. So building an academy for um, that I can really help. Uh, right now, you know, I throw up workouts, and they're great. Workouts are awesome. You know, uh, it gives people the ability to either take those workouts and use with their clients or their boot camps, or for them to actually work on their own. But with the academy, you know, you really get to dive into um, working with people a little bit more one on one more one-on-one uh, than just throwing out videos. So when I say academy, I mean online membership website. So that's what I'm working on right now. Again, that reoccurring, um, I can, you know, get on forums and, and you know, do do monthly webinars and that sort of thing. So that's the next thing is really developing those reoccurring revenue streams so that um, it allows me to, to do other things that I want to do, which is, you know, go around the world and do strength conditioning seminars at different uh, gyms around the world. Uh, you know, that's one of the, that's one of my goals. Something I'd love to be able to do. Cool. Fantastic. What are uh, uh, the, you know maybe if you had to give a few tips to uh, to a trainer, what would be your top three tips you would give any training business trying to succeed, or or even daily actions if they were simple things? Sure. Um, Number one, I know we've mentioned it before, but get a niche. You know, become that expert in a niche. You know, really find one thing that really 
that you have passion for, you know, and don't be afraid to dive in. You may, at first it may look like, oh, well, you know, if I'm, uh, I only want to work with left-handed people, for instance. <laughs> right? I only want to do this for left-handed people. Well, at first it may not look like it's a lot, but if you are the go-to person for left-handed people, believe me, you'll get those left-handed people out of the woodwork and, and they'll come to you. So I, I, I'll just use that as an example, but, you know, find a niche, something that you really have passion for and become that expert, start branding yourself in that niche. And believe me, you're going to find massive success, massive success. For me, that's, that's when I really started to find success, when I, when, I, when I put my focus on being the strength and conditioning for fighters. Yes, I still do other stuff, but when I put that focus in, that's when my business grew, my Facebook page grew, 250,000 people. Just my, it just grew when I became, when I focused on that niche. So get a niche. Number two, um, start building an email list. So get subscribers, start building email lists that you can email out to, that you can uh, send to your blog. Um, I guess that's a one-two thing. So get get a blog and then get an email list. So by getting an email list, I mean um, you know create a free product, create a free report. You like I said, you're going to be the niche in someone. So now you're going to create a report, the best fitness exercises for left-handed people. Right, you get that, you create it. It's a free download that someone will download, and um, uh, and then you'll start getting an email list of left-handed people that you can email to, and um, and and really create a relationship with those people. And you'll be their go-to uh, fitness trainer. You know, I only go to this person because they only deal with left-handed people, which is who I am, and they they know the struggles that I I am, you know, that I face, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, give good content. You know, number three is give good. Make sure you're giving a lot of content, good content, free content. You're going to have to give a lot of free stuff out. It's not a lot. It's not about just getting them in and then trying to sell them something. Give them content. Give them help them with their struggles and and really, um, really build that loyalty. They'll you know you will build a loyalty the more content you give. I mean, I used to I gave free content out for six seven years, man, on YouTube and my blog. And people would be like, why are you giving out all this content, man? Like, when are you going to start selling stuff? When I did sell my first product, it was unbelievable because I had those loyal customers, right, those loyal people. Um, and leverage other people as well. Leverage other trainers. Leverage – don't look at other trainers as, oh, that's another trainer in my – you know, I can't talk to them, you know, or, or, or I, you know, I want to – I don't want to – Basically, what I'm saying is leverage other people. You know, step outside, look at what other trainers are doing, and see if you can collaborate with them. You know, they may be you, you're the you're the perfect person for left-handed people, but maybe that that person has right-handed people. Now you can get to people who are ambidextrous, both left-handed. There's just different ways. To, there's different ways to uh, and, and using other people. You know, other people have cool different workouts. One person may be an awesome kettlebell person, or an awesome bodyweight person, or or right. you know finishers or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. be open to collaborating and, and introducing pe- things to what you're not the expert at, because once again, your loyal fans will, um, will, uh, they'll appreciate that, that you're going out of your way to help them things. So those are sort of the four big top things, you know, get a, uh, you know, get, get your niche, build, get your blog, your email subscribers, give good content to always. Don't, don't be afraid to leverage and um, always have a nutritional aspect too. Sorry. That's my last one. <laughs> All of yeah, beautiful. Hit nails on the head one after another. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Definitely. That's great. Um, that, the, the niche thing as being an issue sometimes. I see that now even with uh, 
some of the, uh, I don't know, experienced, I guess is the word I'm looking for, experienced trainers. They're, I see them hopping around. I don't, And that's all right. Maybe they're trying to find <laughs> the niche. But in some cases, I think it's just that, you know, they're getting conflicting information maybe, they're conflicting advice. But, I mean, it's, you know, first I'm a body weight expert. Now, wait, 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 no, I'm a, you know, kettlebell expert. No, wait, we got this coming out. I, it's it's getting a little evident, you know. You got to really pick the one that you're passionate about. You know, somebody else may think that you should be in, you know, this niche because why? Because probably because it makes more money. But if you're not passionate about it, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> because one hundred, I couldn't agree with you one hundred percent. Because you know? a lot of people were talking uh, way back. And that was just in prehistoric days when I started. The the things <clears throat> they didn't want you to do was to target fitness professionals because they thought, well, that's too small of a niche, and you know, and you're not going to make any money. Well, that's not why I'm doing it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that wasn't the catalyst. So, as an example, <clears throat> but you know, somebody wants to get into kettlebells, and then they say, well, no, that's not that's too tiny of a niche. That's not hot, right? It's not hot. It's not the hottest thing right now. Why don't you go into body weight? Well, the thing is that, you know, that's like, that doesn't, that's only like one minute part of the equation. The biggest part is the having the passion and the, and the desire to get into that niche. And now, oh, well, no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do that. No, I'm going to train. I'm going to coach other fitness pros. Wait a minute. You, you're all over the map, you know? Yeah, yeah. Totally, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. I mean, I was I was there, you know, doing different things, and it wasn't until I I said to myself, you know, actually, I went to a I went to a mastermind, Vince Del Monte's mastermind. It's actually yeah. when I when I sat down and I, I told them sort of the conundrum that I was in. I did metabolic fitness, and metabolic fitness uses you know body weight, kettlebell, right. all kinds. Of stuff. Um, and that's right. what my you know hit workouts is what I was involved. And but on the other end, I wanted to do strength conditioning for for fighters, which is performance-based, so I didn't know, right. and then they said, pick one, and, and the performance-based one um, is definitely where my passion is, although I have passion for the other, and I still do the other, because I built such a big a big yeah. um, uh, list, but, but you know, my passion is, is that, you know, kettlebell for fighters, ab core for fighters, you know, all yeah. the products are all for fighters, so. So you yeah, found I, well, you were passionate <laughs> about more, more or less, and not necessarily a niche, because the niche part just takes care of itself. That means, yeah, so you're just finding what you're passionate about, and you don't have to like one thing. It's not that. I mean, exactly. like you're, you're good at a couple of things, like workouts in general. You're, you know, putting out workout videos, whether they be body weight or kettlebell. But as far as when we're talking about niche, you're really talking about passion, what you're passionate yeah, about. Exactly. 100%, 100%. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, like... I agree because I'm st- I'm starting to see that right now, and I do believe it's probably because of mixed messages getting from, you know, online mentors or whatever. Men- you know, I do think that because they're trying to think, well, I should be in this niche. It's more, it's bigger, it's more popular. It's, it's right. this, it's that. Well, that's not the reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Awesome, awesome stuff. Thank, Thank you. you. Punk, what are your uh, favorite books? Favorite books? 
That's a great question. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> right now. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a couple of books that, that have influenced me. Uh, I haven't been reading quite, I haven't been reading enough lately because I've just been focused on a couple of things business-wise, but uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, it's always uh, top of my list, you know, only because it's uh I've learned so much, you know, about that book. It's helped me with my time management. It's helped me with a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, business um, things that I could lessons that I've learned from helping me stay on track. There's another book that I've read called The One Thing, which is uh, which actually Gary Keller is a Gary Keller book, and that book actually was a catalyst to how I worked on a daily basis because before I would get up in the morning and I'd look at my Gmail and I would be doing 950,000 things all at once, one by one, have the TV on, have, you know, just, just not as focused as I should be. And when I read the one thing, one of the things that he said is, you know, once you wake up early in the morning, do whatever your ritual is, my ritual is reading the Bible and, and, and writing in my, uh, in my, uh, my journal, my, Journal where I thank uh, thank people uh, every day, and um, once you finish that, then you know take four hours or five hours, you know choose one thing and work on that thing. You know TV off, everything closed, closed doors, and every day you put that four or five hour work into what you're doing first thing in the morning, whatever that focus is, and um, and then you can move on to some of the other smaller details of the day that are less important. Um, and once I started doing that, my productivity went through the roof because now, you know, before when you're waking up and you're just doing little things here and there, um, you're not getting a lot done. You know, you're only getting a little bit done here, a little bit done there. But, uh, when you start really taking off four hours and again, I know for trainers, it's not that easy because I, obviously trainers are have to get up and you got to train people and what have you, but, but putting aside an hour, two hours to focus on one business building activity that'll help you build your business um well the results have been unbelievable unbelievable and i found found my times i will revert to things here and there and i'll have to you know slap myself and go no 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 you got to get back and focus on that one thing that's going to help you build your business take those four hours in the morning you know get back on on track sometimes you do veer off sometimes things happen and you veer off and and uh, that does happen you just have to jump back on track and so that book really helped me so those are two two books that that um, in the past I've read um, that have helped me. I'm not reading something right now, but I do need to. I always got to be reading something. But, <laughs> but you know, like I mentioned before, um, you know, working on some of these products have really taken a lot of my time. That's awesome. You also just gave a huge business tip: the morning ritual and having that one thing to focus on. God, that must set your day up a lot more successfully than the other way of doing things, which is to have zero focus. <laughs> Well, for sure, it's been it's been a it's been a game changer. Like it, it literally has been a massive game changer. I only started doing that, um, you know, late last year, and wow, like unbelievable! How much work you get done on focusing on that one thing, how much quicker and, it gets and, done, and how much better it is. And your journal sounds like it's a gratitude journal. Is it about gratitude yeah, mostly? That's really interesting. <laughs> it's like, couldn't get that word. I couldn't. Yeah, it's a it's my gratitude journal. I write write it every day, man. It's amazing. It's amazing. Funk. Yeah, that, that is very cool. Amazing. Yeah. That reminds right. me, Funk. You did. At one time, I wrote, I emailed you, and you said, "That's 
that synchronicity or funk, <laughs> it was like a word you use, I forget, that it was unbelievable that you had just wrote something in your Remain. gratitude. You just mentioned me in your gratitude Absolutely. journal, and I contacted you. Totally. That was amazing. Yeah, I put you in my gratitude journal, um, <laughs> thanking you, and then all of a sudden I got an email from like, what the? <laughs> oh, yeah, and I think it might have been even about the trainer bundle, but I don't yeah. I don't remember now. But I just thought, like, wow, that was pretty cool because it's like sometimes there's yeah. no, there are no coincidences. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's cool. Funk, do you have a, a favorite motivational quote? If if you don't, I'll make up one for you. <laughs> if you do. I have a quote I use this a lot with my fighters. Um, and, and it's not just – so what I use, I say success trains, failure complains. And it's not just about fitness. It's in everything, you know. Success trains. Success works. Success, you know, goes out and does things. Failure just continues to complain about this and this isn't going right and my knee hurts and this is like, that's the bottom line. That, that's it. Success trains, failure complains. There's no in-between. Cool. And that, that's, awesome. that's, that's when I use all the yeah. I, I, I have a second one for you, too, if you need. Uh, this is, yeah. you, you could, it's uh, contact Funk Roberts to avoid puffy muscle syndrome, PMS. <laughs> Just, just, just a thought. You can put that on your book. <laughs> Avoid male, male PMS, puffy muscle syndrome. Male there it PMS. is. <laughs> yeah. That one that's I have awesome. to say I never heard. That was good. I, I got that from Elliot Hall. So I'm not going to oh, say that's... I got that from Elliot Hall. He, he's the first time I heard it, and I've, I've jumped on it ever since because that's what I had. <laughs> that's what I had. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Funk. Awesome. Hey, what's next for what's next for Funk Roberts? What what's in what lies yeah. ahead for you? Yep. Sure. Um, core training for fighters is a uh, program that I'm working on right now. It's uh, it's uh, one of the biggest uh, physical attributes that uh, combat athletes and sports athletes, not just combat, but sports athletes neglect. And it's not just they neglect because they don't want to do it. I think it's because they just don't know the best ways to do it. So they're always crunching and doing some of the ab work, but it's more of the core work. So I'm putting together a four-pronged core training for uh, for uh, combat athletes that, again, can be used for anybody. It's amazing. Um, and then my uh, Funk MMA Academy, uh, which is a, an online membership, that's that's the big thing that's happening uh, over the next couple of months. And then um, just some traveling. You know, I'm going to be in Vegas doing a seminar, kettlebell for fighter seminar, and I'm going to Thailand in November uh, for a month to to train with my wife and, and do some seminars. So just, you know, and getting that system in place so I can continue to travel. <laughs> That's it. Awesome. How great. And what's uh what's a good way for somebody to contact you if they if they want to ask questions or check out your stuff? Sure, yeah. Funkroberts at gmail dot com. I, I do I'm one of those people that actually do answer my emails. Um not right away, but I do. So you can Gmail me. Uh funkmma.com is my strength and conditioning site. Funkrobertsfitness.com is my fitness uh website. And then on Facebook, Funk MMA on Facebook and Funk Roberts on YouTube. Uh, That's awesome. 700, there are tons of workouts there and lots lots of resources for any fitness trainer to use. Um, use whatever I have. 
with you can use them, you can edit them, you can customize them. Resources are there. I put them out for fitness trainers and everybody else to use them with their clients or for themselves. So use and abuse. <laughs> That's great. Georgette, do you have any other questions for Funk or anything else you want to mention? Um, I really don't. I know that he's we've been working on um on that trainer bundle and yeah. it's been really going over like crazy from what Absolutely, I see. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah, trainer bundle, uh, we just put together a trainer bundle thanks to Georgette who worked 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 with me uh with some of the bonuses, but uh I threw through together eight of my top nine of my top workout resources um, and put it into what's called a trainer bundle so that trainers can just literally, you know, again, it, it's all about your toolbox, right? It's all about growing the toolbox of resources. Um, you, you may not use them all. You may use some. You may use one or two, but they're, every day it's tough to come up with new workouts, you know, um, but the key is to always come up with fresh, exciting workouts, um, that will help your clients get results. And so I put together, again, there's 300 workouts, there's burpee workouts, there's kettlebell work. I think there's kettlebell work. There's bodyweight body stuff. Um, there's Tabatas, some bonuses. So um, the trainer bundle is awesome, man. It's, it's inexpensive, and it's, again, another tool in your toolbox as a trainer. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Funk Roberts, for being on the podcast today. It's been a pleasure having you on our show, and you've had some really good insight for a lot of people. And, and you are a giver, we can tell. I mean, you've yeah. got a lot of passion, and you're, you're willing to just you know give amazing free content. And um, that's what this podcast is about. We love just helping people in the fitness industry. So really appreciate having you, man. Thank you so much. Again, fitness is my passion, and helping people is something that I love to do, whether you're a trainer or whether you're just looking to, you know, whatever your your goals are. So uh, I, I truly appreciate being on the show and being able to talk to all of you listeners. And um, like I said, you know, reach out to me anytime. If you have any questions, um, you know, I'll, I'll do the best that I can to give you, through my experience, what works. And, and I'm always I'm learning every single day. So, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's what the key is, is always – I mean, try to make yourself 1% better every day by learning and educating and, and making mistakes and learning from those mistakes and just be the best you can be every day. Thanks. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for being on the uh, on the podcast. Have a wonderful day. Yep, I'll be you in touch. Guys. Take care. Sure, Jeff. Thanks, Jesse, and uh, thanks, everybody. Take care, guys. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.